Hi, I'm Becky G. And I'm Becky P. And, and this, this is, is the OMG Becky's, Becky's Podcast. OMG Becky. Okay, so if you're listening to this, this means that we did not scare you away on our first episode. So welcome back. Um, we are again at Becky P's house and her dogs are surrounding us and her clock will be ringing shortly and our children are being fed um, fast food and we don't feel like um, that's a bad thing because they're being quiet and they're fed. For now. <laughs> so for, for, for now, now they're being quiet and fed. I keep waiting for that shoe to drop where it's like somebody steals something or screams about something or has to use the bathroom or decides to chase a cat. But they're doing pretty well right now. So um, hopefully we'll have less interruptions than last episode. But at this point, we promise nothing. So what we have decided to do um, with this podcast, Gibberish. We're going to have to turn that off. I kind of like that. Okay, so we were clapped for or clapped at by our computer, my computer. Okay, so anyway, then today's episode, we're going to talk to you about Pittsburgh slang. And if you are native to Pittsburgh or if you've spent any amount of time here, you know that something that is almost as important to us as sports and chipped ham (laughs) is our our slang, our language, our Pittsburghese. It's pretty um, well known. Um, I think to most people, like even if you haven't been to Pittsburgh, if you have talked to somebody from Pittsburgh or watched any type of Pittsburgh-based shows or sports, <laughs> it really seems like our our slang, or I think they call it like our yinzer. Our yinzer, yinzer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is pretty well known. And um, made fun of pretty well. I think we're like second to Boston or something (laughs) with like being able to recognize where we're from. Yeah. Um, So I um, I went to school for um, English and for writing. And one of the classes I had to take was uh, linguistics. It was like a phonetics course. It was. um, And so, yeah, they actually did um, a segment on Pittsburghese. Um, and like Pittsburghese versus other parts of the state versus other parts of the country. And, um, that was the first time in my life. Now I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, but that was the first time in my whole life. I actually understood that there really is a specific sound to Pittsburgh. Sometimes you don't realize till you leave and then mm-hmm. you come back. And I said, Ooh, why is everyone talking like this? And, um, that's because we're from Pittsburgh. So yes. Um, so we thought today it would be fun to talk about some Pittsburghese terms. Um, some of these terms will probably end up being using, using them in the podcast just as because they're part of our natural, our natural language. Um, but we are going to introduce you to some Pittsburghese today. I would say probably the number one term is yins or yinzer. Yes. That is the one that people almost always bring up first when you're from out of town. People will say, oh, there's a yinzer uh-huh. once they hear you talk. I can remember when I was a sophomore in high school, I think, we went to Canada. My parents <laughs> decided to do a trip to Niagara Falls. 
and we were in a gift shop and my mom and I were talking at the cash register and the guy behind the cash the cash register was like you guys are from Pittsburgh aren't you <laughs> but he probably said a right because he was yeah Canadian. yeah and he said it really friendly like too <laughs> And we love Canada. Yeah. We're like, how do you know? And he's like, oh, I can tell by your accents. I never, and I like, I kind of looked at him because it's like, I don't think we have that much of an accent. Oh, but we do. And I, like my whole life, I always thought everybody who wasn't from around us had quite the <laughs> accent. My cousins from Wyoming would come and visit and I'd always say, they have such an accent. Like it's not, they're such an accent. And they would always tell us, no, you guys are the ones with the accent. And it just, it, it never really triggered to me that we're the ones who kind of do yeah. talk a little interesting. Like we kind of do things our own way. Um, that's a, that's a very Pittsburgh thing. And so we'll, we'll actually define yins for you. Yins is basically what Pittsburghers say when other people say you all or y'all or use or use guys or you guys, we say yins or yins guys. Um, I actually never said it until after college and I was saying it like as a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's very, very common saying things like, you know, yins guys see the, the game or, you know, that kind of thing. So that is, that is what yins means. And yinzer refers to someone who is a proud Pittsburgher who says yins. I've never really been a yins sayer. <laughs> <laughs> I actually say y'all more than I say yins. I say yous. Or use guys more. Use, use guys. Yeah. My dad said use a lot. So I think like I picked up on that. So I, I definitely say that more. I'll say that to the kids or, you know, the collective group of animals in the house. Like use guys. <laughs> so we're not really yinzers, but we're yinzers. So for the sake of the podcast today, we're yinzers. Yeah. We're definitely yinzers. Oh, yeah. Um, so a couple other things that we like to say in Pittsburgh, um, <laughs> it's not really like slang. Oh, by the way, if you hear what's going on in the background, it is a dog. It is, which, oh, it's both, it's both dogs and they're both, um, 11, 11 years old and they're a little on the old side and they have long toenails. So if you, if you hear like the behind us, it's the dogs and they're lovely and they're friendly and, um, they're probably not going to disturb us too much. So, uh, we're going to leave them here. Yeah. But um, one other thing we say in Pittsburgh uh, a lot is Dantan. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I'm so guilty of that. <laughs> Dantan is what we say for downtown. We don't pronounce our W's here in Pittsburgh. Mm -mm. They're not necessary. So we say, say, say things like Dantan, outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ha I'll have to do my, like, south my, side. My, yeah, south side. Uh, we have a lot of the A-H-A sound. Which is actually a schwa. I took phonetics. Seriously. Really? Called, it is called a schwa, the A sound, because you can make it with an A, an E, and I sometimes make it. It's one of the most- An um, A-W. Yeah. It is one of the most common vowel sounds, and we kind of use that for everything in Pittsburgh. Like, instead of differentiate, dif differentiating- Yankee, in <laughs> Instead of differentiating <laughs> our vowel <laughs> sounds, <laughs> like even there, like like most people would say our, mm -hmm. we say our. So down, Dan. Yeah. It's the same vowel. We have one vowel sound here. Yeah. We, one. we really and do. It's, ah. <laughs> I try very hard to say words correctly. I really try it because I went through five years of speech therapy to try to get rid of my lisp. Fun fact, it's really hard to get rid of a lisp when the reason for your lisp is deafness. But I did it anyway to try to talk normal and I failed. But here I am. 
So I try really hard to think before I say my words so that they can try to come out a little bit more clear. So if I have the time, I will think and say downtown or south side. However, I don't usually have time to think about my words much anymore. So it is basically like we're going downtown or you guys need to go outside because I just... It, and it's just how it comes out. It is an instinct almost to just go with that. Ah, but yeah. Sound. I mean, when you're surrounded by that, it just becomes it becomes a part of mm-hmm. you. Um, so Pittsburgh has a whole lot of other, um, I would say, unique to Pittsburgh phrases, such as "jag off." Oh yeah, jag off. Jag offs are people that don't use their turn signals. Yeah. Jag offs are people who would like hold up the the uh, drop off line at school. Yeah. Right. There are people who leave their animals outside in the freezing cold. That's a jag off. Uh, there are people who honk in the Fort Pitt tunnels. Those are jag offs. Or the people who slow down as soon as they enter a tunnel when there's no reason to slow down. Didn't you know the tunnels eat you? Yeah. <laughs> The, month, the tunnel monster. Actually, if you've watched the news at all lately, we do have bridges that eat buses. Yes. We have roads that eat buses. Mm-hmm. So we I have think... an infrastructure problem in <laughs> we, Pittsburgh. We do. They're starting um, to eat things. Yes. So apparently, if, if if you have the resiliency of a pat bus in Pittsburgh, <laughs> you can do anything. You will make all your dreams come true. That, that is our. That needs to be our new phrase. For it Pittsburgh. does. So you have the resiliency of a pat bus. And your clock agrees with us. Um, so yeah, so a jag off is basically a person who is being thoughtless and rude, um, or or even going so far as to say like like actively crude, like just yeah. not not a, you don't want to be around that person very yeah. much. They're and we don't a, really yeah. think of it as like a swear word either. It's not. I know some people like they don't want like their kids to say it, or they think people who say it are like saying a swear word, but it's really not. I think a lot of it comes from saying things. We have a a bush around here. That grows. You did it. Often. You just said around. See, it's a. We have the bush that grows around here the called bush. the Jagger Bush, and not, that's not, not Mick Jagger, the yeah. Jagger Bush, and that's not the actual name of it. But that is what us here in Pittsburgh yeah. call it, the Jagger Bush, and I. It's like painful. It's annoying. It gets in your way, and I think that's where that came from. It's Jag-off. like you're a jag off. Yeah. See, we're. We're linguists. Yes. <laughs> We're teaching you. Yeah. So another thing we have here that uh, Becky P made a nasty face at when I mentioned it earlier is chipped ham. Okay. So if you're a lunch meat person, if you like going to the deli and getting a turkey sandwich or whatever, um, you know, you can have it sliced however you want if you're going like to order it. And so in Pittsburgh, apparently, if you order it super, super thin, it is called chipped ham or chip chopped ham i don't know where this came from either because i've seen ham in other parts of the country and it's the same thing but it's not called chipped ham yeah but we we do this thing here um we basically will throw a whole bunch of chipped ham into a crock pot not me i don't eat ham okay okay, well that's any kind of of ham (laughs) okay so some of us who eat pork and pig products in pittsburgh which is most of us really i mean we're we're all Bavarian people, really. Yeah. I mean, um, so we'll throw it in a crock pot and then slather it with like a bottle or two of barbecue sauce. And that's like really common for potlucks. Yeah. Like, Apparently it goes back a really long time. There used to be, there's still a company called Isley's. Yes, Isley's Chipped Ham. But there used to be shops around the Pittsburgh area 
owned by Isley's, and they were pretty famous for like their chipped ham sandwiches. I guess Sam- they had sandwiches, another sandwiches. Pittsburgh thing. Sandwiches. I guess they had ice cream Ooh. as well. Like it was like a little wasn't ham flavored ice cream. Right? Diner stop deli. Nice. Oh, I hope not. I know they used to have pickle ice cream. I would eat dill that. flavored ice I cream. I would absolutely eat that. My husband told me that was one of his grandmother's favorite ice creams was dill pickle that's, ice cream. That's an adorable memory. Like that's the cutest thing. My yeah. grandmother's favorite ice cream was pickle. And you know what? He looks for that everywhere we go. Every time we go to like a little privately owned like ice cream shop, he looks for for pickle ice cream. So if anybody knows of any ice cream places that have like dill pickle flavor flavored ice cream please let us know so that i can take my husband there and let him relive his childhood we'll get you a cat or something yeah in exchange or a picture of a cat yeah <laughs> or a kid uh yeah they're, they're, all, they're all available anything <laughs> in this house you can take yeah. um so yeah so there's there's uh, chipped ham is a thing here um pierogies yeah okay so every culture in the world every culture in the world has some type of product that is like dough wrapped around something else okay in italy they have ravioli and that's the proper way to eat that (laughs) (laughs) and okay what in um asian cuisine you have dumplings you have um gauza you have all kinds of things like that well in pittsburgh um because again there's so many germans and and polish people and slovakian people that you know immigrated here we have a lot of that type of cooking and so a big thing in pittsburgh is pierogies but you have to say it like that you have to say pierogies Sauerkraut. Um, sauerkraut pierogies. And that's what you have on New Year's because not me. that's what you have if you're not Becky P on New Year's. <laughs> so I'm a picky eater and I will I will admit that. I somewhat eat like a toddler in certain ways. I do not eat sauerkraut or pierogies or coleslaw or any of that other stuff my husband thought he got when he was marrying me because oh. my mother was German and used to make him all kinds will, of food I like that. I will eat pierogies with him. I will volunteer to eat pierogies with you him. You are more than welcome to do so because I'm not. Well, then you can hang out with my toddler because he also won't. So you guys can go in the corner and have your goldfish crackers or whatever you guys want yes. to eat. And then we will have we will have some sauerkraut and some kibasi. Oh. <laughs> some kibasi and sauerkraut and that. And that. Um, yeah, and that. You See, that's just another said thing. it. And that. Ah, okay. So <laughs> this is another very distinctly Pittsburgh term, and it's and that. And it's actually, if you spell it out, it's apostrophe and apostrophe A-T. And it is a way of saying and that or and others and so on. And it's ridiculous. And I love lazy. it. <laughs> it's very lazy, <laughs> and I love it. So it would be like... Uh, yeah, saying, hey, um, I'm going to go pick up some groceries and then I have to stop at Target and then I'm going to drop the mail off and at. It's it's just like saying et cetera, yeah. I guess, except in a much less Latin way of saying it. <laughs> in a much lazier Pittsburghese yes. kind of way. Yes. We um, just throw that in there. And I, I love I love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburghers. But I would say our, our, our sound is lazy. I would mm-hmm. say that like just vocally and linguistically, it's very lazy. I think... Pittsburgh, despite what some people want to feel right now, we have a history of being a very large melting pot. Absolutely. People, we have a long history. We're a very old city. And people used to come here from all over to live and try to make a life. And we had thriving coal mines and steel mills. Steel mills. Or, or if you prefer, still mills. Still mills. That's what we call them here. Uh, my grandfather was a steel mill worker. Mine was he in the coal mines. And my great-grandfather was in the coal mines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you have people from 
you know, the the Polish, the German, the Lithuanians, Italians, all like over. all of Eastern Europe. Yeah. And then the Irish. Yeah, and Russians. Yes. Like, they all came here. Which and is I think, why we have such good food. I, yeah, I know we do how have you feel good about food. the food. I'm just, I'm a picky child whose father was Italian and made some of the most amazing homemade Italian foods you could ever eat in your entire life. So you're not an Olive Garden person? Not really. I've, I, I'm one of those people where it's like, yeah, I've had better. <laughs> So, but no, no, Becky P is right. Like one of the things I have to say I love about Pittsburgh is that there's, there's so much diversity here for it being a, a blue collar, you know, East coast town. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more diversity than you're going to see in other areas. And I like that. I like that. Um, you know, I mean, even here, my, my kid is going to a school when I was going to school back in the way back, you know, my, my school was like entirely white kids. Like it was all white kids. And, I love that my kid has, you know, children of every, every, you know, skin color and every ethnicity in his class. Man, I agree that that's really, really important. And for Pittsburgh, it has benefited us with our um, food, definitely. It has also massively benefited our culture. We have one of the most vibrantly cultural cities with museums and with art and with theater and with music. And it's like... We're so lucky. Yeah. Like, we really are. Um, and if you get a chance, immerse yourself into learning about all the different types of history and culture that we have in this city. Yes. Because we have a lot of different things to learn. We do. And something I learned, because I have... Um, I'm, I'm one of those people that no longer celebrates Columbus Day. Yeah, same. Um, I'm married to a Native American, so, so there, weren't, that's banned. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it took me longer because, obviously, I, I grew up in a very different kind of environment. But I, you know, looking at it now, there's no reason to celebrate what happened. Um, one of the things that I have grown to appreciate in um, my own sort of attempt at understanding Indigenous people in America is the Os I believe it's Osage is it pronounced Osage mm -hmm. the Osage people were here originally they actually had I, I don't want to say colonized they had what lived originally here in the um, Ohio Valley Basin and the Allegheny area and now they have been moved over to a very small I believe uh, reservation in Oklahoma I think it is um, but what's, be. what's really interesting is, you know, all of our street names are still named after indigenous tribes. Mm -hmm. We have, I mean, we have Osage roads everywhere. There's mm -hmm. in Mount Lebanon and everywhere. Susquehanna. I know. And so what's really funny <laughs> is even though we can't pronounce anything correctly, most of us actually do a really good job at pronouncing, you know, native or indigenous names better than other folks because we see it all the time around yeah. here. Um, so that was a little more serious maybe than we were planning on getting in this episode. But um, please, please reconsider celebrating Columbus Day if it's something that you do. Um, do a little bit of history into it. There's lots of stuff online. There's so many more new books coming out that kind of give you a better look into the history of the colonization of America and I will admit, I myself never really paid much attention to it until my husband kind of was like, hey, um, 
So about that Columbus Day thing. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, what? They say history is written by the winners. Yeah. Right? So if you have a culture that is consistently more powerful for whatever reason than other cultures, you know, you're going to hear from the culture that's more powerful. Right. And, and we're like, we're not going off on this like woke trail right now, but I just think it's important because I know that Columbus Day is a big thing in Pittsburgh still. It really mm-hmm. is because there's so many Italian, you know, Italian families here. I mean... We used to joke that I, um, my, my parents grew up in the Bridgeville area, which is in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, and uh, there were about six Italian families, and like they all still have their family-owned businesses down there, like since they got here in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so there's there was the Calgaro and the you know and the Calusis and the Galaduchis mm-hmm. and all of them and um, I myself am in a Montoro. Yes, see, there you go, <laughs> exactly. And um and so that's I think that may be why that that Pittsburgh has sort of held on to it a little harder mm-hmm. than I think some other um, large cities have because we feel like you know he's he's one of us. You know Columbus was Italian, so you know, but um, but I mean like Leonardo da Vinci is Italian too. Why can't we celebrate his awesomeness? Like, yeah. you know. I mean, of course, if we look hard enough, we'll probably find something awful he did, too, probably. But, I mean, hey, helicopters! Yeah. So, (laughs) helicopters versus, like, you know, destroying an entire people. Yeah. I mean, helicopters! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not local to the Pittsburgh, PA area, please allow us to tell you about a fantastic cat rescue in the city. Kitty Queen on McKnight Road is an incredible donations-funded volunteer staff cat lounge from which we have, between us, adopted three beautiful cats. Because we're so passionate about what they do and how they do it, we are pairing with them to feature an adoptable kitty each month. Since this is our first month, we figured we would feature not one but two adoptable cats. Uh, They are both female and they are both beautiful house panthers, mini panthers, voids, whatever you like to call them. Uh, Becky P and I each have a black cat and we're, we're big fans. Um, we have Sirius, who, yes, she's named after the Harry Potter character. Um, she is a, a, a lovely cat who prefers being the queen. She would probably be best in a home where she can be the queen. Uh, she likes to do things on her own terms, but she will warm up to you. And our other cat is uh, a petite little girl. Uh, she is named Bagheera, uh, who, if you remember from the Jungle Book, was the panther in the Jungle Book. Um, she is absolutely one of the sweetest cats I've ever met. And I know that like when you're trying to get an animal adopted, that's what you say. You're like, they're so sweet. They're so nice. They're so adorable. Um, but I've met Bagheera, and I have visited her on several occasions. She is a special needs cat, but she is... All she wants is love. Uh, when I visited her most recently, she came out of her uh, her area that she has to herself, and she curled right up in my lap and started kissing me and started purring, and I did not want to leave. <laughs> and the only reason I haven't adopted Big Hera already is because I am afraid that my current female, uh, Princess Zelda May Peach, who is definitely uh, an alpha, would um, not take kindly to another female coming into our house. So um, that's the only reason I haven't adopted her. She's really something special and she really just wants love. They both just want love. So um, we uh, again have Sirius and Bagheera that are both available at Kitty Queen and we invite you to come meet them. If you're interested in meeting Bagheera and Sirius or any of the other cats, 
go to kittyqueencatrescue.com to complete an adoption application or just to find out more about the lounge. And And now, back back to to the the podcast. So, okay, we got off on a little bunny trail, but that's kind of the way the podcast is going to be. Um, so hopefully you came with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, spontaneity. Other, yeah, see that we're doing it. We're doing it. Yay for us. Um, I think it's actually just ADHD, Becky. I don't think it's actually spontaneity. I think it's just ADHD kicking in. For me, it is spontaneity. <laughs> um, okay. So other Pittsburgh words or Pittsburgh phrases. Um, I think, I don't think they're said as much now because a lot of people have started to kind of get away from like the awfulness of how yes, it sounds but the, the but term red up and warsh yes i heard those so much when i was a kid my grandmother yes. lived with us and it was always you know you guys you, need you, to yeah. red up this room and you know i'm throwing in this load of warsh and wash your hands yeah wash your yeah. hands and by the way guys please wash your hands yes. we're going on year three let's wash yes. our hands please and everything else oh. um so and, and there's there's the other variant of wash which is whoosh i got a lot yeah, of whoosh wash your hands wash the laundry wash the dog yeah which is i guess you'd spell it like almost like like whoosh like w-o-o-s-h yeah. like that was my mom's yeah. my mom's was a big was, was a big whoosher um but red up actually uh, you do you spell it with two D's or one D? Two D's. I always spell it with two D's too. Um, it it really just means to like tidy up an area, like not do a big, big massive clean. It just means to like you know put your kids' shoes away or you know put the toys in the toy box. Yeah. Um, but it actually apparently there is some some word in like Hungarian or something that means that, and I I don't know. I guess it just kind of came over here. So oh, red okay. up is it's very Pittsburghese, but again, like, that's the melting pot of the languages that you know, have grown over the decades and centuries of Pittsburgh is, you know, the phrases of words coming out. I know my grandmother said that, you know, growing up, her parents did not speak very good English. So her and her siblings would teach her parents English so a lot of the words that they were learning in English were coming from other people who spoke broken English. So it's like it's really and, fascinating. And I though. think that's how these words grew and changed over all the years. And you know, we end up with things like red up and warsh. Yes. And the the one thing I was actually thinking of this on the way over, because if you've never driven in Pittsburgh, you won't understand. But if you've ever driven in southwestern Pennsylvania, you need to understand that most cities are laid out closer to like Washington, D.C., like grids. You know, they have like First Avenue and Second Avenue and Third Avenue and like A Street, B Street, C Street. Pittsburgh is laid out like someone took a handful of wet spaghetti, (laughs) threw it on a plate and said, this is a map of the town. I can't even begin to describe how insane driving is in Pittsburgh. You, there's 800 million thousand ways to get to one place. And then somewhere else you, you, you can't, you can't get there. It's just like, there's hills everywhere. So many one way streets. Yes. That lead to nowhere. 
And you have, and if you look at it, you would be like, oh, well, if I take this street, I can get here. But no, you can't because no. it's a one-way street and you're not allowed. In the early days of GPS, like when like, like Tom Toms and Garmin's, I've had so many GPSs try to kill me because they, <laughs> they would have me, you know, turn left. It's a one-way street. I can't do that. <laughs> And, uh, th and I'm not the only person. Like other people have told oh, me, I like, know. like you know, it, they wanted to drive me into an, into a into the wharf, the Mon yeah. Wharf. <laughs> like yeah. they wanted to drive me into the river. Um, so yeah, that's that's driving in Pittsburgh is a challenge, I would say, for for anyone, but especially for people that get nervous on highways. Me, please just get an Uber. Like yeah. get an Uber, or I will come drive you, or whatever. Like it's it's very intimidating. You have these massive stretches of highway, and then you have like. 30, 30 yards to like you know merge get into merge one lane or get from to your ten lanes. Yeah, um, so it's it's challenging, and I, I've I've had people come in from out of town. They're like, "How do you do this?" I'm like, "Well, you know, I grew up here, so I'm used to it." But I can definitely, definitely understand how people yeah. would just it's terrifying. Give up. They would just honestly, give up. yeah. I totally agree. I will never fault anybody for telling me like I don't drive on highways or I don't do downtown because I am one of the people who does not drive highways and will not do downtown. Let me tell you a little secret about driving. My mother, my this is my my biological mom. I'm going to be referring a lot to my stepmom as my mom in this podcast because um, we're very close and she currently is my only living mom. But my mom was eight months pregnant with me when she learned how to drive. Okay. So apparently she was, I guess, driving erratically because she's massively pregnant and she's dealing with Pittsburgh highways. She does get pulled over and the cop looks at her and basically sees how pregnant she is. And she's sort of like, so if I need to do this myself, you know, um, I'm learning how to drive. And he let her off. He said, okay, that's fine. And um, I I don't blame her, but because she knew of like the way Pittsburgh is, she's like I may very well have to drive myself to the hospital. Um, as far as I know, that didn't happen. I, I wasn't. I mean, I was there, but I wasn't like remembering anything. So <laughs> you were paying attention. I was. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah. Um, that's basically a little a little bit of Pittsburghese in a nutshell. Um, we, we love this town and it's ridiculous and it's sports, sports obsession is pretty ridiculous, but go penguins, but go penguins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we're, we're very much, very much a sports town. Mm -hmm. Very, very much so. City I'm of a, champions we, and we is are. what they like to say. And it's, I'm not going to deny that because, yeah. you know, we've, what, we've pirates. I know the, oh, the pirates are, can I tell you a little story about that? Okay. Go ahead. I have, I have a story about my grandfather and the pirates. My grandfather, um, had emphysema. He was, um, um, he was dying of emphysema for most of like the time I remember him. And um, he was obsessed with baseball. Okay. Loved, 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 loved baseball. He had set up in his, like he lived, you know, in the, in the cellar because it was the easiest way for him to get in and out of the house. And he had two little old TVs set up and they were both playing different ball games at the same time because he was obsessed with baseball. Okay. Do you remember, this was a while ago, but do you remember the year? The um, Major League Baseball went on strike. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was the yep. year he died. Not oh. even kidding you. So it, it leaves me to believe that maybe it wasn't love for his family, but love for baseball. <laughs> that kept him <laughs> going all those years. keeping him alive. Yes. So um, <laughs> When baseball was like, we're not doing it this year, he's like, you know what? Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And I can say that now. My, my grandfather was a, he was, he was a good man. And, uh, but that's, yeah, that's, he died because no baseball was being played <laughs> that year. Um, yeah, so big, big sports team, um, town. We 
love our Pirates. We love our Steelers. We don't have a basketball team. We don't. We've, I wish we did, We've though. never had one, though. No. Never had mm-hmm. one. Um, we, I don't know, like, soccer is kind of a big high school thing around here. Soccer's. Yeah. We have a soccer team here. We do? We do. Yeah. That's news to me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. What's it called? Um, Hang on. Okay, we're going <laughs> to look up. We apparently, I just learned today, this just in, we have a soccer team in Pittsburgh. I know nothing about it. Um, but it sounds kind of cool. River Hounds. River the Hounds. Pittsburgh River okay. Hounds. I yes. did know we that in the back of soccer. my head. I did know that, I think. I've never seen one game yeah. of theirs. But Me that's okay. neither, but that's starting to become a, a pretty popular sport. The River Hounds, apparently they're a pretty good team, and they're starting to really get a, a big following. That's very cool. And Pittsburgh. you know what? I'm guessing... Since I did used to work in a pediatric office, now I was only admin, like, so I can't diagnose anything for anyone, but the amount of concussions we saw coming in from football players was insane. Yeah. So I'm thinking soccer probably, I mean, I know there can still be impact, but the you're not, you know, going after the guy with the ball the same way. So yeah. I'm wondering if just simply because it's less dangerous, well, <laughs> it might be becoming a, a bigger thing. Well, you know, in other countries soccer is like oh, yeah. the number one sport yeah. for for them and you know they uh, some of them call it football yes but we, Amer- american football is how they refer to our football yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean where like here in america it's you know very football 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 in other countries they're like that about their soccer teams they are they love their soccer teams and their soccer games and I think it's starting to kind of slowly integrate over yeah. to America, and Pittsburgh is starting to become kind of a soccer town with oh my those gosh, river are hounds. We like, are we like elite now? I don't know <laughs> if I would go that far, but I, I would never go that far. Um, well, no, I think I think soccer it, it tends to seem to be like I don't know I don't want to say more of an elegant game, but it's less violent generally no it can get violent well yeah yeah, i guess it can okay so maybe we just need to not have sports at all ever (laughs) except for hockey i love my hockey and i won't give it up except for which is of course never violent hockey never never, never violent. i mean you definitely never go to a hockey game and see fights never definitely not and not 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 in the um crowds either right never definitely not not in pittsburgh either yeah (laughs) so anyway um that was um our little introduction to our little town of pittsburgh for you and the pittsburghies we have to offer and yes that is free of charge we will always (laughs) offer you as much free pittsburghies as you would like um and if you survived this whole entire episode and (laughs) you have more pittsburghies that you know and phrases that you like to say please comment them on the podcast pages and let us know. We would love to hear more than what we could actually think of. Yes, because <laughs> because we're being spontaneous, we don't have notes, so we forget things. Um, so you can comment on our Facebook and Instagram, the OMG Becky podcast, or you can email us at the OMG Becky podcast at gmail.com. And I think because our kids are starting to make a lot of noise that we're going to, we're going to wrap this one up. Yep. And so, feed them. Yes. More crap. So they need food, more food. So we are going to say thank you for joining us today. We will talk at you next time. Uh, do not forget about our adoptable cats at Kitty Queen. And please do not forget to spay and neuter your pets. Okay, bye. Bye. OMG, Becky.
theme song is OMG Becky by Pittsburgh artist Backyard. <laughs> 